0: Welcome to the Jinx Dance Media Podcast. This is your host, Jude, and this is where I'll be chatting to you about how to design and create high-quality dance events and creative dance content. I'll be covering topics ranging from fundraising, marketing, production, content creation, design, and so much more so that you can have all the tools and resources you need to stand out and build genuine connections with your audience. Hi everyone! Today I am here with the infamous Sid Tucky, who is going to be talking to us about DJing dance battles. For those of you who are not familiar with Sid, he has been a part of the dance scene for about 15 years now, and is a member of Electric Funketeers and now Shadow Puppets as well represent. <laughs> Um, he's won multiple popping and open styles events around the U.S. and has also become a premier funk DJ here in Chicago and the Midwest. So, thanks for joining me.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. What's up, guys? My name is (laughs) Sid Tucky. Well represented. Well, great lit intro, so
0: let's get (laughs) it. First question to get us started. Can you give us a bit of background on your experience with DJing and what got you started?
1: Okay. Um, So... I'd say at a very young age, music has just always been in my household. So it's very young, just always listening to music with mom, pop's playing, you know. Unfortunately, I'm not the best at just sitting down and being patient. So <laughs> learning an instrument wasn't my forte. Um, but I always knew I wanted to do something with music. Um, so in high school, one of my uh, one of my best friends at the time, he had a little uh, app called Virtual DJ. On his computer so i was like all right what is this and as of right now like he's he's huge where he's at right now so it's (laughs) it's it's pretty cool but i was just messing on his app i was like all right i I really like this because i don't have to make music per se but i can use music that's already made Mm -hmm. and blend it together and be creative to show how I want to hear music, right? Yeah. Um, So I thought that was pretty cool, but I didn't really take anything seriously until like college maybe. And then obviously being in the popping community, we don't have that much popping DJs per se, Mm -hmm. or at least funk style DJs. So I was like, this is something we're lacking. I'm already into music. Might as well just add the two together sacrifice some competitions and actually make the community better music wise so that's my little background on that
0: awesome and you're here now djing for all of our events pretty much yeah (laughs) um yeah that's super cool um so i guess jumping more into like the technical like your experience with djing um what kind of challenges have you faced like while DJing for events, or even just while learning how to DJ?
1: Um, So challenges. So when you first start out, at least for me, I didn't have any teachers or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I was working from scratch or at least YouTube. (laughs) What do I need, you know? Um, So that was definitely very challenging. Mm -hmm. Um, But mostly as of right now, it's just technical issues Mm -hmm. and making sure you know your equipment, um, making sure volumes are perfect, um, in a room, for example, you got to make sure your speakers are lined up properly. So it actually hits the center of the room and you got to understand how sound bounces off the wall and where it's going and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so there is definitely a very technical side to DJing that a lot of people don't realize. Um, so that's, that's pretty cool. But in terms of challenges per se, it's just technical. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: maybe, uh, like this one time, my laptop just completely shut off in oh. the mid set.
0: <laughs> oh no. I was like,
1: oh, no music. Clap, 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 you know? <laughs> um, so I had to wait for that to restart. But once again, it's just building up and going through all of these challenges while you're right. young and gaining that experience. And then obviously right. why did getting your better. Why did
0: your laptop shut off? I
1: just had an old laptop.
0: So it just like just decided yeah. to stop working. <laughs> so, you know, those
1: laptops where you got to keep it plugged in uh-huh. or else it's going to shut off. Yeah. yeah. Someone walked by and uh, unplugged a cord <gasps> and I wasn't realizing. And I'm mid set, oh. everyone's jamming. I just say, zoo. It's like, oh, great. Oh, boy. <laughs> great. That's yeah. rough.
0: Because I was going to say, like, I feel like that's a lesson I had to learn when I was doing like virtual webinars, just always make sure your computer's plugged in because mm-hmm. you don't want your computer to shut off while you're right. running a webinar. For sure. But like, you had it plugged in, just somebody accidentally mm-hmm. unplugged it, so <laughs> that's rough. Um, and
1: then, like, the the next thing is you got to make sure your equipment is up to date. Mm-hmm. Like, this stuff is not inexpensive, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, but it, it makes sense to get the best equipment so you can have the best sound, so you can have the best performance, so you don't mm-hmm. have to be worrying about, oh, what if this happens this time because it happened last time, you mm-hmm. know? Just make sure all your equipment's set, good to go, yeah. and then... There's a less chance of failure.
0: Yeah. So for those of us who don't like have any experience or knowledge in DJing, can you like walk me through maybe like the specific technical challenges or just technical things that you've had to learn and like what your process is for, I guess, figuring all that out for an event?
1: All right. Deep diving. Let's go. Um, <laughs> so basically for me, everything starts at home. Specifically in my bedroom because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like my studio space. Yeah. Um, but it's just making sure you get the right music mm-hmm. because music is literally what people are there for. You mm-hmm. know, you're here to provide a vibe. So the best thing to do is make sure you're on music forums or you're actually purchasing music so you can get the the highest quality of music. Mm-hmm. Um, so from there, and then you could break. Let's say you could break down DJs into two different DJs. You have like your preset DJ where they're in their bedroom. They make their set Mm -hmm. and they're good to go. So once they get to the event, they're just playing their set. Mm -hmm. And then once they're feeling the vibe or depending how the crowd is feeling, they can insert some different music. Or you have like the freestyle DJ where they just have all their music ready to go. They go to the event and it's completely dependent on the crowd. Um,
2: gotcha. I'm
1: more of a, I like to pre-select my music mm-hmm. just so like I'm, I'm still young in the game. So that way I have like a backup plan right. per se, right. Um, sometimes, well, most of the times, once I'm doing like battle music, I'll just freestyle it
0: depending mm-hmm. on
1: who's going, how I want to challenge people. Have people heard this song yet? Stuff like that. Mm, gotcha. um, yeah. but other than that, that's it. So starting off in the bedroom from there, moving to the actual event space, um, talking to the organizers, how big is your space? What type of speakers are you using? What type of equipment do you have? Or do you need me to bring my own equipment? And then I gotta get there before time to make sure everything sets up properly or do I need to go to a guitar center to go buy some other equipment, stuff like that. Um, And then once you actually get to the event per se, you check out the room, you check out the space, Make sure everything's working properly. You test out some sounds. Um, And when you're testing out music, you want to make sure you have just like one or two songs that's able to have a plethora of layers in it. So you can test how good the speakers are. Mm -hmm. You let that song play. You walk to each ends of the actual uh, stage or wherever you're presenting at making sure everyone can hear the music properly. Of course, the music needs to be centralized, um, making sure that's good, and then going from there. Other than that, shake hands with the organizer, you <laughs> guys pray. make sure everything goes good, and then that's pretty much about it for like setup on the technical side for me.
0: Awesome, yeah, that sounds uh, really complex. Obviously, I think that's why you should hire a professional with any of this mm. stuff yeah, that you're for doing sure. um, because Yeah, that's, that's a lot of cool stuff to think about in terms of just like every little detail that goes into it. I don't think a lot of people realize the level of detail that goes into DJing sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, That's really neat. Uh, There was something that you were talking about in terms of just like you like sometimes if you are like kind of freestyling tracks, you're like looking at the dancers and how you want to challenge them correct how important do you think it is for djs who are djing a battle to kind of have experience with the dance style that you're actually djing for because it sounds like that's something you have to have like you know experience with to do
1: it's very important guys (laughs) it is very important um so what I what I enjoy with DJs just overall mm-hmm. is that more dancers are becoming DJs, yeah, which I think is phenomenal. Um and then on the flip side, I'm going to need you dancers to be a better DJs. Like <laughs> we we got to learn how to scratch, we got to learn how to loop all this good stuff. Mm-hmm. But we'll we'll get back to that. Um <laughs> but yeah, it's it's great to have dancers actually become DJs because they know what people are looking for. They right. know the vibe to provide mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um so as a dancer that's been in the game for a while obviously i haven't mastered all the styles right but i've been around people who have developed their style to a, a higher standard mm-hmm. um so that way i can question them i can learn from them mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful exchange that goes the same with music hey what are you listening to right now what mm-hmm. artists are you listening to oh who's this producer stuff like that so that way I understand what this dance form what this specific dance form sorry needs in music right so i can play that song so the dancer can do the best they can right, right? and then obviously for example let's say i have a hip-hop guy and a ballerina guy like <laughs> i can't and it's just one round i can't just play hip-hop music you mm-hmm. know so i have to be the one to find like an in-between that both of them can actually work with you know because now i'm just being biased right so yeah so music is definitely very important to just make sure everything runs smoothly everyone has the same opportunity and chance to pass on to the next round Mm -hmm. and obviously in ciphers that's when you want to play more new music Mm -hmm. because you want to feel what the crowd is saying like As a DJ, you're also trying to educate people. You don't always want to play the bangers, right? Right. You want to make sure people know like, hey, I'm still crate digging, which people need to do more. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I'm I'm still finding music. You tell me how you like this song, right? Right. And most people in the crowd, they're going to point at you or they're going to look at you sideways. (laughs) And that's how you test out how good you are as a DJ. Mm -hmm. So that's at least that's how I do it.
0: Awesome. Yeah, no, that's really cool that I feel like your experience, because like I said in the beginning, you've been dancing for like 15 years now, and your experience as a dancer and also just like the people you surround yourself with and all the music you listen to really informs your craft as a DJ, and I think like that's kind of what helps you stand out on like a professional level is that you're really keyed into the crowd and keyed into your audience, and it's, again, we've talked about this on my podcast before, but coming from that service mindset almost, like you're really like kind of kind of serving the crowd in that sense and like you're thinking like how can i challenge them how can i you know show them new stuff and also like give them what they want at the same time so i think that's really cool i like that a lot
1: no yeah as as a dj so i'm a dancer dj right Mm -hmm. when i dance it's mostly like selfish like for myself right but as a dj i'm literally there for the audience Mm -hmm. so i have to completely switch like 180 you know um and that's what you got to do. You're there to provide that service yeah. for the audience so they can have a good time. And once you can do that, you're going to get hired more and then people are going like, to give you daps and yeah, good yeah. stuff, you know, <laughs> that's, that's what you want.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so moving on to my next question. What kind of skills or qualities do you think are essential to make someone qualified to DJ for an event and what should organizers look for when hiring a DJ?
1: Okay. Um, skills and qualifications. I would say, as an organizer trying to find a DJ, how the DJ talks about their passion or their art form. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, this can go for any art form,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know. Um, but does the DJ have years experience or did they just start out? And that depends on what type of event you're trying to have, right? right. Are you trying to bring in new people so they can get their experience? Mm-hmm. Or... Are you throwing a twelve hundred people party?
2: Yeah, mosh
1: pit. <laughs> yeah. You know, right. So that depends on the organizer. But yeah, if you're if you're trying to get like a better uh, event, you wanna ha- you wanna know how long people have been DJing. Do they have examples of their music? Mm-hmm. Have I seen this DJ perform live before? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And yeah, just how passionate they are. And do they know? Like their vocab like that's something very basic but it's like foundation yeah (laughs) you know you don't want to go to uh you want to go to your dj and be like hey we're missing a hdmi cord and he's like what's a hdmi cord?" oh my gosh not (laughs) hdmi
0: cord (laughs) even
1: though like most djs don't use hdmi cord that's only if you're doing like audio and visual yeah but still like you gotta know what you need yeah hey i don't have an extra xlr cable uh -hmm. Which one is the XLR? No, like you got to know this stuff, you know. So
0: ideally, avoid the iPhone hookup. I definitely yes, (laughs) yes.
1: We're we're not doing that in 2023 anymore.
0: No, no. No more iPhone DJs. No, not at all. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's really cool. And I guess less from the organizer perspective, but just from your perspective, Mm -hmm. what would you say are I guess best practices for DJs in general?
1: make sure you have like double and triple your equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely for wires, make sure you have double and triple because one is gonna mess up or mm-hmm. two is gonna be scratched up and ripped apart or something like that. So make sure you have multiple cables for multiple times. Make sure you have the one you normally use, the backup, and then the the one you never use because mm-hmm. that never use one is gonna be the one that's gonna save your life, yeah. right? Um, And then also another best practice is to always test out your equipment at home. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're putting in the hours. They say it's it's what, like 10,000 hours to master your craft. Mm -hmm. Right. And play with different music. Even though I'm a funk style or popping DJ per se,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, I'll go play some house just to understand the music layer and, when I need to start transitioning and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. I'll go play some hip hop, some rap music, just to, you always wanna make sure you're testing out the waters to see how good you are. Mm -hmm. And then understanding, all right, this is where I need to transition or this is how I need to loop this to do that. You always wanna make sure you're practicing and understanding your craft more and more because Mm -hmm. you can be stuck in any situation. Let's say you are like the main event, right? So, normally you have like your warm up DJ, you have your main event, and then you have your closing out DJ, right? Basically. Mm-hmm. Um, the warm up DJ, for example, if you're a preset DJ, which I am, the warm up DJ can start playing my tracks where that's like a no no because the right. warm up DJ is just a. Get the vibe going a little bit. And then the main DJ is to like blast all the bangers. Right. But if he starts playing my tracks then I got to be like, okay, I'm going to just throw some house in there or I'm going to throw some hip hop in there or something like that. So I got to understand all the music layers Mm -hmm. and all my music genres to add it together just to make sure I'm safe. Mm -hmm. And then you got to know how to work with other DJs live. Mm -hmm. So... He, the beginning or the warm-up DJ, can't stop his track, kill the vibe completely. And then I'm (laughs) setting up for five minutes and then I start my set. Like, no, you guys need to transition. Just
0: silence. (laughs) Go get
1: a drink, guys. (laughs) We'll we'll be right back. Right? No. Commercial break. Yeah. You guys need to learn how to transition and how to work Mm -hmm. together. And that's like one of the dopest things, too, is if you can go back and forth with a DJ. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you're expressing yourself, they're expressing their self, and now I'm learning from them because, oh, I would have never played that track there, or I've never heard this track in my life. That's really dope. And then you're going back and forth, you're feeding each other. Mm-hmm. So not only are you getting uh, energy from the crowd, you're getting energy from the person right beside you, and it just goes back and forth, and that's that's a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's really cool, and that definitely sounds like an added layer of complexity is you know DJing with multiple DJs. Yeah, for as sure. As well, have, how how much experience do you have with doing that? Because I know you obviously, for out of the shadows, have mm-hmm. DJed with other DJs, but like, have you ever DJed with more than one other person at a time, or have you done like a full set? Or
1: um, so I've done a full set by myself, and I've DJed with multiple people mm-hmm. at a time as well. I think like my max is like three so Free it's not
2: people?
1: nothing crazy right, right? <laughs> um but like even uh going with my mentor uh dj illinois um he'd play a track he's like all right hurry up go on give me a track give me a track <laughs> so that's even like in practice mode he's mm-hmm. like okay this song is gonna play for like a minute you have 30 seconds to find a track you have 15 seconds to figure out the transition Mm. and then now we got to start blending right
2: gotcha so that's a
1: good way to actually practice to make sure you're vibing properly yeah for sure and you got to make sure your library is like vast or else you're gonna be like i don't know what to play yeah (laughs) Um, but it's it's definitely a great energy uh vibe Mm -hmm. just to enjoy yourself and the audience is gonna feel that be like yo like they're killing it right now right so it, it works out for everybody pretty much
0: awesome Yeah. um, So I guess kind of moving into my next question, and this ties a little bit, I guess, into challenges, but also, and and best practices a little bit as well. But from your perspective, what do you think DJs should consider when they're being asked to DJ at an event? And are there any reasons that you, because we talk a lot about how the organizer should be looking for X, Y, and Z from a DJ, Mm -hmm. but is there anything that would make you want to say no to an event just by you know your interactions with the organizer or the event or mm-hmm. anything like that
1: okay um, so for me personally i've said no multiple times <laughs> <laughs> um and for many different reasons um my first reason is what exactly is the organizer looking for in mm-hmm. terms of music um so once again i'm more focused on popping and funk styles A little bit of house, you Mm -hmm. know, because Chicago is house main, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So I got to understand how to do that. And I love like hip hop, but I love that 2000s to like 2015 hip hop. Mm -hmm. So that's very specific, right? right? So what exactly does the organizer want? Mm
0: -hmm. And then
1: how do I fit that role? And if I can't fit that role, that's completely fine. Mm Because if they want a full house track, not house track, if they want a full house set, sorry. Yeah. I know DJs that could do that way better than me. Mm -hmm. And I have no problem being like, here, take this or talk to this person or let me connect you guys Mm -hmm. because there's no reason for me to be like selfish and take all this money. Right. Right. Like that's, that's not what I'm here for. Mm -hmm. Half the time I like to work with organizers, which some people don't like to hear, but like I'll bring my rig down a little bit just so I can provide a vibe to the community, Mm. you know? Um, so that's just how I am. Mm-hmm. I It's not about money for me. I just enjoy music. Right. Right. Um, secondly is the time it takes. A lot of people don't understand that art in itself takes a lot of time.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: you have to pay for that time as well. Like I talked earlier about it starts in the bedroom. Yeah. Then, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like if I know I don't have the time to create the perfect set mm-hmm. and then I don't have at least two weeks to play with that set, depending mm-hmm. how long that set is. Right. I don't have enough time to find new music and work on my transitions and stuff like that. I'm not going to take the job mm-hmm. because it's going to make me look bad. Once again, it's it's not about money. I want to make sure I'm well-equipped to do my job properly. Mm-hmm. Um, lastly, for why I tell people no. <laughs> <laughs> well, not lastly. I think I have two more points. But equipment, like what equipment is the organizer bringing mm-hmm. and do i need to bring equipment and if i'm bringing equipment all right now my pay needs to increase because there's liability let's say i'm bringing my speakers i'm a mixer and everything like that and there's just a drunk person going full ape crap and <laughs> breaks my speaker or something yeah. like that right now i don't have anything in my contract that says if my equipment is damaged then the organizer needs to pay for it so mm-hmm. now I'm out of a speaker, you know, gotcha. so that's like some stuff you need to think about. Or if someone spills alcohol on your mixer, now I have a yeah. sticky mixer. Right.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and then lastly, I would say just the organization itself mm-hmm. or the organizer itself. I'm sorry. Like, are they nice to me? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, are they communicating to time? Yeah. Right. And that's that's very important. Which a lot of people don't think about, like, Mm -hmm. if you're not communicating properly with me, okay, there's a lot of stuff that can go wrong with that.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: We don't have great communication. I show up at five, but I needed to get there at four. Um, I'm rushing to set up uh, the events late, but I have another event I need to go to at 10.
0: Mm, Um, Yeah
1: okay they pushed it back a little bit so now I have to add 30 more minutes to my set which I didn't pre-plan at first yeah which DJs you're supposed to be able to do that right but that wasn't a part of my contract mm-hmm. and then later on hey uh we'll pay you next week like stuff like that so gotcha. that's that organization like how good are they to me yeah like, what what is that right
0: yeah absolutely yeah and I think that's like it's crazy to think about that you might have had experiences like that with folks. Uh oh. Um, <laughs>
1: um,
0: so, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to jump into this question. What, in that, I guess, thread of mm-hmm. thought, yeah. what are the worst and best mm-hmm. event like experiences that you've had, like that you've DJed at?
1: Um. So this one event. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. You don't have to listen my name. <laughs> this one event. We're not about to call people out. Not trying oh. to get into any.
1: No. No. Beef. No. 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 <laughs> um, the worst thing I've had to deal with is on the communication side. So I go to the event. There's three DJs. Mm-hmm. Completely fine. We don't know who's the warm up. We don't know who's oh. the mid. We don't know who's the closing. I'm like, oh, sure, whatever. Because I have three sets that could go warm up mid or closing. So I'm fine. They're like, you know what? You go first. Like, okay, sure. I'll just <laughs> enjoy the party afterwards. Like that's that's fine. Yeah. And then I was able to do my thing and the crowd was loving it. They jumped to the next guy and he completely switches up everything. Oh boy. So our vibe did not match whatsoever. Oof. So I'm like, uh, this is weird. <laughs> this is really weird. <laughs> Because, like, I started off hip-hop, I got into house a little bit, and then because I'm trying to bring up the level mm-hmm. of the event, because I think it started at, like, maybe 10, 10.30, mm-hmm. and then, like, the mid-set should be coming on at midnight, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then he just went, like, straight EDM. <laughs> I was like, whoa! <laughs> well, this this is... Sure, okay. That's Ooh. so,
0: like, disjointed. <laughs> well,
1: whatever, sure. Or uh, another, like like a pet peeve let's say Mm -hmm. um is when people come up to you and you're like mid-focus and they're like can you play this one track for my friend it's her birthday and
0: oh my god like
1: are you listening to the music i'm playing right now (laughs) and if i add justin bieber to this right now it's not gonna make sense
0: that sounds like something that would happen in a club right for sure yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. i've
1: I've had that multiple times (laughs) um which again you could look at it both ways like as a DJ, you're there to provide a vibe to the audience who is your customer. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to be like, "All right, maybe Justin Bieber can fit here. Mm-hmm. Let me try to please this one person, you know?" Yeah. But But
0: you're also trying to please a whole crowd. Right, exactly. Not just one right. right, person, right, right. So, correct. Yeah. Correct.
1: Yeah. Utilitarianism. <laughs> 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 right. Um good things that are that have happened. Um just uh this one is more specific. So I DJed an event. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool. Everyone was fine. I got home. I'm chilling. Uh, someone calls me like, yo, this is another DJ. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, I'm supposed to do this after party. I'm exhausted. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Can you just do it? I was like, oh, you believe in me that much? <laughs> sure, let's go. So like, I'm only home for like 30 minutes. And I jump back out get my equipment, stuff like that. Um, and then I just rock it and it's just a bunch of dancers there is uh like a after party for like coda or something like that oh, okay I don't remember just a like a like a big uh, choreo group
2: gotcha yeah. so I was like
1: all right cool let's go and I'm just <laughs> rocking and they're in the cypher is like just getting it like, and they're like doing like choreography to music right yeah. and it's it's insane it, it was great I was like I'm feeling the vibe they're feeling the vibe like it's cool so that's That's like a good thing that have happened because I'm trying to feel your energy. Right. I need your energy so I could give you more energy. And it's, it's a transaction, right? So if the crowd is completely silent, it's like, okay, I'll just play this one now. Yeah. I won't transition that great. Like, you know? Yeah. So, but no, there's, there's been goods and bads and that's, that's for every art form, but Mm -hmm. it helps you grow.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So going into my, my, final question okay um unless i think of another question while you're talking we'll see um but this is my formal like final question um do you have like any specific tools resources or advice that you would recommend to other djs or event organizers who are looking to hire djs for their event
2: okay
1: i would say biggest tool is to do your research (laughs) (laughs) Your research, who are you working with? This is a partnership.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: On the DJ side, like I need to know these organizers. Have they done something before?
2: Mm-hmm. Was
1: I there? Were they cool? Have we talked? Stuff like that. Yeah. And on the organizer side, like, how good is this DJ? Did I find them randomly? Or mm-hmm. were they recommended to me? Did I listen to their mix? Were I was I at their event previously and I mm-hmm. heard them do something live? Like it's a partnership, so you both need to do research on each other, right? right? Um, so I think that's the, the biggest thing you need to do. Um, for DJs specifically, um, just know your equipment, yeah. know your music. That's, that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't download, like, five albums and then go to an event and just... Figure stuff out while you're there. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to have your music queued up. You need to understand your transitions, why this works, why this doesn't work. You got to understand how to adjust your BPMs on time mm-hmm. and make sure you're mixing out the fader and stuff like that. Like, there's a lot of stuff. That's why, once again, I start in bedroom. Yeah. Because yeah. that's where you learn how to figure all these things out. Um, so, definitely know your equipment, make sure your music is perfect and it's quality music right mm-hmm. it's quality not in terms of just the sound or how I, or how high or low the pitch or the vibrato is but mm-hmm. understanding like this is the crowd i am performing for and they want to listen to hip-hop music yeah. from 2001 to 2005 but it's only Little Wayne music, and they want all acapellas. Like you gotta mm-hmm. understand exactly what you're being asked for.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Once again, that goes back to the organizer. You need to be very specific on what you want mm-hmm. at your event. Like, if you I DJed at a church, it was a, it was a battle, but it was at a church, yeah. so they let me know like, hey, no cursing, mm-hmm. no uh, no sexual explicit stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go back to the bedroom. Go back to the mad lab, right? I got to make sure all my songs are perfectly matched for that. Mm -hmm. Or if the song doesn't work but I Love This Beat, I got to know how to take out all the acapellas and just play just instrumentals and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. it it works on both sides. You got to know what you're doing as a DJ and as an organizer. You got to know exactly what you're looking for. And be specific because you're literally giving someone money to do a job. Yeah. Right. So you you have to be very specific. Um, Off the top of my head, I think that's it.
0: Okay. Um, So I guess closing thoughts. Talk to me. Yeah. Do you have um, anything that you want to add in terms of, I guess, just wrapping up?
1: Um, You can catch me (laughs) now.
0: I'll put all of Sid's information in the description of this podcast for sure. Um, so look out for that if you want to hit them up, hire (laughs) them.
1: Um, no, basically just make sure as DJs, let's just make sure we're better DJs pretty much. Yeah. Um, and that goes to myself. I'm not going to exclude myself. I'm still young in this thing. Yeah, for Uh, sure. But make sure you're understanding the art form and you understand all all the foundation of the art form. Yeah. Like a lot of DJs don't scratch anymore. Mm -hmm. And Yes, that could be a personal preference, but at least you understand how to do it. For sure. You know? um, so especially dancers going into DJing,
2: mm-hmm. you're
1: not just pressing play on the iPod, you know, like you got to make sure you understand the art form completely yeah. and how to transition. Because once again, you're trying to feed the vibe to an audience. Mm-hmm. And once they feel that, you're going to feel the vibe and then... It's a transaction, right? Yeah. And then organizers just be more specific. Know what you're looking for. Make sure you're treating your people right, you know? Like yeah. if you treat the DJ right, they're going to treat you right, and that could build a beautiful relationship, you know. Mm-hmm. So
0: Yeah. Okay. I actually did have one thought I know we're closing out, but Talk to me. really quickly. Um For people who are trying to get into DJing, because you kind of mentioned before that you were really self-taught at first. Mm -hmm. What would be like your advice in terms of how they can get into it when they're first starting out and how they can like best go about learning that foundation?
1: Cool. Um, There's multiple ways of doing it, but I would say find a mentor.
0: If you can, yeah. (laughs) If you
1: can, yes. But there's youtube (laughs) like there's reddit there's a lot of different forums and Mm -hmm. places you can go to learn a lot of stuff we have the internet you know like (laughs) it's not back in the day it's the same thing with finding music there's a lot of music forums you can go to and just i want house from 1998 Mm -hmm. they will find the music for you like back in the day you had to go to the well I'm not back in the day, <laughs> but <laughs> from what I've heard and what I've seen from older DJs, like they had to go to the record shop and they had to figure out, mm-hmm. hmm, maybe this might work. Maybe this might work. And if they buy something and it doesn't work, they make it work, yeah. you know? So we're at a day and age where things are very easy.
0: Very accessible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So another example, like you're not going to events with full crates of actual records right yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're just going with a cdj or a ddj and you plug into a laptop and you're you're free to go right Mm -hmm. so everything is accessible to you you just got to make sure you enjoy what you're doing you have a passion for it and you put in the hours
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so to sum up i guess do your research. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> no more, research. no more iPhone DJs or we're weird, not doing that, no. weird lulls, transitions. No. Make sure you're on top of that. Um, no,
1: we're we're done <laughs> mixing lyrics together, guys. No. <laughs> no. No, no, We're not doing that. Mm.
0: Anything else that you want to add as a sum up, recap? I think I think I covered those were some pretty main yeah. standout yeah. Those, points. Those those those
1: are my mains yeah. for sure. Know yeah, your yeah.
0: tech technical stuff, your equipment yeah. and stuff. Yeah.
1: And enjoy it.
0: And enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy
1: it. That's that's the biggest thing. If you're yeah. not enjoying it, the audience is definitely not enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, that's Trust for me. sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking to me about DJing. I hope that lots of people listen to this and get lots of value out of it. And... Maybe we'll start seeing some new DJs pop up to challenge you. I hope for that so. I mean, you don't have to DJ challenge title. me. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on.
1: <laughs> there's there's no challenges here, guys. All right, this a is joke. not a dance. That's crowd. a joke. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm all for it. Like, let more dancers be more DJs. I'm yeah. down for it. Just make sure you have everything you need, and go from there.
0: Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, Just a reminder, everyone, I will put Sid's information in the description of this podcast episode. And if you have not already, please rate my podcast five stars because it helps me out a lot. Um, And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.
2: Peace.